This is Restless Bonus Content. Hey everyone, Winsome Winter is over, but I am your host of Restless Matt. I am joined this Lord's Day evening by Pastor Michael. We are hanging out. Yeah, it's a fun way, fun way to, uh, you know, end the Lord's Day. Hang out, talk some uh, restless Bible, theology, and whatever the heck this video is going to be. That's right. And so um, in even though Winsome Winter is over and our show here is focused on doing a post-mortem of the YRR, we're thankful for our listeners who listen to us from kind of all over, all over the spectrums. And so tonight we're going to get a little bit ecumenical and we are going to watch a video from a TikTok pastor. Pastor Michael, what would it take? I think, you know, we here doing this podcast are probably about 10 years late to like the, to the like becoming a real influencer game, right? We're in the like still in the Mark Driscoll days where we're doing a podcast. What would it take for you to become a TikTok personality? What would that have to entail? Well, so believe it or not, I actually asked somebody once, well, specifically I asked one of our elders who has a teenage daughter, and I said, because this sounds weird, but like I've seen, I don't watch a lot of TikTok videos, but I've watched like TikTok compilation videos before. And I thought, man, it might be good. I don't know how much of this is already out there. Um, I assume there's some, but like, what if you had like a good, like Christian father, just like talking about like fatherhood or responding to people about like, hey, this is what it looks like to be an actual, like, you know, uh, like a good dad. Um, so I thought about that at one point, like, hey, maybe I should do that. But like you said, I just, just the idea of learning another, like another app and how to do this and the time it would take. And like, it would have to be, I almost would have to have somebody like a young person that like knows what this is even (laughs) and like, show me, show me what to do. I don't know how to do this uh, or how to like make it popular or whatever. So believe it or not, I've thought about it. I just, listeners, I haven't done it. This is, this is incredible breaking news. That's not a hard no, everyone. That is not a hard no. (laughs) Um, he he has just indicated a potential willingness to get on this Chinese cutout website. Um, yeah, that's the other thing, right? So like, let's, wanna, <laughs> so listeners, if you want to see this happening, let's really, uh, if if you are a TikTok person, maybe reach out to us. And we got to run up that Patreon support number to get Pastor Michael as a TikTok influencer. And so tonight we, to do it. we are discussing a I'm video. to that, do it for the Patreon dollars. That's right. We, we're discussing, though, a video that is we, of course, did not see on TikTok because I, I unlike Pastor Michael, don't know if I am ever willing to learn this. But I do always enjoy it when a when a classic talk or whatever you call these videos uh, gets shared on Twitter, the social media platform where you can find Pastor Michael and I and the Restless Podcast. And the rest of uh, us like older millennials. That's right. <laughs> And so um, I know this person uh, has has been at this game before, but tonight I actually want to have a specific angle on this video. Um, I would say this video, in case you're with us, is a great reason to catechize your children. And we will come back to that perhaps later. So this is a TikTok video from Rev Brandon Robertson. You probably know the video I'm talking about. And he is answering a question. So again, this is this is the reason Pastor Michael has considered getting on TikTok because there are people asking questions like this on TikTok: Is Jesus the only way to salvation? If so, wh- if so, why? How? Sorry, the grammar's bad because again, it's TikTok. If so, why? How can the other religions be right? 
So this is, again, I, I have sympathy for Pastor Michael. You know, what a good guy of him. Like, because there are people literally asking these questions like, hey, is Jesus the only way? What do I do with people who disagree? Like, there are, there are just lost people who we should have yep. compassion for. And that is Pastor Michael's pastoral heart. But let's watch how this rev uh, begins to answer this question. And again, my take on this is, I don't know if it's unique or not, but my take is that this is a reason to catechize your children. So let's start watching. No, Jesus is not the only way to salvation. And Je- <laughs> yeah, bad. I got right stuck the there because that okay. is like... Already gone, right? Like... <laughs> So neither Pastor Michael and I, well, I've watched a little bit of this, but I did not see this part, but it is, that's boldly bad. bad. All right. Boldly bad, boldly heretical right from the beginning. Uh, This is uh, literally what, you know, I think it was last week. I literally said at one point something like, you know, no, Jesus is the way, you know, so. uh, I mean, this is, this is like nightmarish to me. Like, let me. Firm negative. He's got got 63 seconds. And the first three were, no, Jesus is not the only way of salvation. Very bad. Yeah. Started off very bad. Jesus never said that. What you're referring to is probably John 14, 6, in which Jesus... So, Pastor Michael, we're going to quick just open up John 14, um, because in a moment we are going to look at those verses uh, after we listen to his explanation of why those verses most specifically do not mean Jesus is the only way of salvation says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. What Jesus was saying is that if you follow my way, follow my truth, follow my life, I will lead you to God. You will know what God is like by following my path. He wasn't saying you need to join my religion. And if he was, he was inviting you to join Judaism, not Christianity, because Christianity didn't exist. Jesus was simply inviting people to emulate his path, to follow his example. So Pastor Michael, what do you think of this? this explanation of John 14 so far. Brutally bad take. Um, so, so far, uh, <laughs> truly, very poor. <laughs> truly. This is, and what's wild is you even heard it in his answer, right? So he, he quotes a verse and then he explains it. Right. And literally like denies the substance of what it's saying, right? He, I mean, he right. adds in, he added in a conditional, if you want to follow me, then my path is what will lead you to the father. Like he, he adds in this conditional that does not actually uh, enter into Jesus discussion when he says these words. I mean, it's, it's, it is truly bad. Um, let me just read the verses right before John uh, 14, six. So we do something slightly positive before we leave here. Yep, let not your fall. hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my father's house, there are many rooms. If it were not so, would I... Would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you and I go and prepare a place for you. I will come again and take you there to myself that where I may be, you may be also. And you know the way to where I'm going. And Thomas thankfully asks a good question. Thomas says, Lord, we do not know where you're going. How can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. And no one comes to the father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. So, again, he right he has said this is about Jesus's moral example. One, Pastor Michael's already said where he re-explains the single verse he said he can re-explain is bad. But the context of this verse is in the upper room discourse. And Jesus is specifically saying, there is a place 
I've got a mansions with many rooms, right? This is this comforting verses about heaven. These verses are explicitly about going to heaven. Yep. It's explicitly, hey, Jesus is, is going to die. He's going to rise. And then he's going to ascend into heaven to the right hand of God, the father. Uh, and he and says, Thomas is saying, I have no idea to how to get, get here. <laughs> how do we get there? Thomas is saying, I explicitly do not know how to get where you're going, where you've said yep. you're going. Yep. Tell me how to get to heaven where the father is. <laughs> and Jesus and, says, there's one way and that's it. And it's only through me. Yes. It's, it is a mind numbingly bad take. Yep. So let's finish it out. As a way to connect to their creator, to connect to God. And you can follow Jesus's path and be a part of many different religions or no religion at all. Religion is not a requirement to know God. It's not a requirement to experience salvation, which simply means wholeness, restoration. Again, you can do that as a part of any religion or no religion. Just follow Jesus's path of loving your neighbor. So brutally bad. Yeah. No, that's super sad. Man, what a bummer. Uh, what a bummer that, like, there are so many guys out there like that um, that get questions, probably from somebody who's somewhat legitimate. Like, even in the question, though, I did think, you know, this might be somebody who's, like, uh, like questioning what he's been teaching elsewhere. Yeah. I don't know if this guy yeah. posts a lot. I've seen, I, I've seen him before. And so this right. is, you know, we had just been talking about how, you know, I've seen this guy's face pop up and other videos people are sharing. Um, it's, it is a brutally bad take. It is an obviously like very postmodern influenced, um, also just the very idea, like what a, like what a childish understanding of the scriptures, which which isn't shocking. And my guess is it's, it's less childish. Um, I saw somebody post online in response to this video. I had not watched the video, but I saw somebody post online that they had gone to seminary with this guy or to Bible college. And like, he was really bright, but also didn't believe any of it, like was clearly an apostate. And, uh, but like, you know, so maybe he knows what he's doing. If in that case, I think he would probably know that this is a misrepresentation. He's just, you know, manipulating things uh, for the purpose of leading people astray. But even if he's not, even if he's also deceived by his own, you know, false teaching and false understanding of, of the scripture, um, you know, what a brutally bad, like way to even interpret who Jesus was the idea that like, well, what Jesus was doing was Judaism, right? Like what, what do people think of Judaism today? It's not what Jesus was doing. (laughs) It's not like, it's not what Jesus was teaching. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. This is what Christ came to preach. And uh, what did he send his apostles out to preach? Like, it's just such a, such a a childish take. Even of course, with our understanding of covenant theology, the idea that like, you know, that you can divide these things like, well, Christianity, you know, is this right. That didn't start till right. Yeah. I mean, I think the other thing that's really brutal about this take is it is such a white guy take. This is the like white guy, rich Protestant liberal take that is not new, is not cool and has been around for 120 years and no one outside of the postmodern West would ever listen to you without laughing. Yeah. So, so the reason I thought this was a great reason to catechize your children, I think we should start finding things like this online that uh, just basic catechesis of your children would pretty much immediately fix. So I was watching this video just a little bit earlier. And the reason I decided to show Michael was this is my daughter ran up because of course she's a child. And like me, she wants the crack of a phone, the crack of looking at a phone screen whenever it's possible. And she looked at me and she's like, oh, is this, a, is this a pastor you know? Is this one of your teachers? And I said, no, this person is about to say some very untrue things about God. 
And she looked and when he said, and not Christianity, she's like, he just said, not Christianity about God. Now my daughter's five, right? This is a, this is a five-year-old. She's like, not Christianity. She's like, I know that's what you need to hear. She said, because if you weren't listening to that, what if you were listening to Satan, then you would die. And it was just like, she implicitly knew. Yeah. Just the like, oh, because in catechism class, they talk about Adam and Eve. You can, there's a, she knows that there's at least another source you could listen to and follow Mm. and you would be destroyed. Right. She doesn't have a lot of categories for it, but she knows this person is teaching that I should listen to things outside of God. And, and he's, Mm. and he's contradicting categories that I have. And I think this is, um, I think, because as I watched this after, I was just like, who could this possibly be for? Like, what yeah. is the, wh- who is the person? That I will is- tell you, it almost definitely is like these particular groups of people, um, disaffected, you know, uh, church kids, right? They grew up in some kind of church, whether that be some kind of mainline or evangelical denomination, doesn't matter really. Um, but they're disaffected, right? They, they uh, were not able to live the kind of life that they wanted to live under the, you know, moral strictures that they were taught as a kid. Um, and now they're like, I have to like in some way, like justify w- how I want to live at this point. Um, this is like, that's a lot of the audience. Now, I don't know about that particular guy, right? Like there are, there are false teachers and people who like are zealous for, you know, what is false. You know, I'm not saying it's all necessarily right. that I don't want to completely caricature it, but, but I also don't mind caricaturing it too much. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for joining us on this ecumenical restless bonus. Um, whenever we do this, I learned something valuable. I learned that there is an amount of, there is some amount of money. Pastor Michael would become a TikTok. <laughs> I don't want to put it that way. It's not about the money. Uh, if I saw it as a valuable extension of the ministry that God has given me, I would contemplate it. And I have contemplated it before. Get a good like, hey, here's how you be a dad. Here's some good answers to Christian stuff on TikTok. But maybe somebody's already doing that, in which case I'd be happy to say nope i'm good <laughs> i guess if you want us to respond to more tiktokers i guess you'll have to send those talks to us so we can tick them off our list <laughs> that was so bad what a boomer <laughs>Okay, we hope you enjoyed this bonus episode of Restless. But here's the deal. We just learned Pastor Michael would be willing to become a TikTok pastor. I think I can convince him to become a TikTok pastor if the tweet sharing this episode is retweeted more than 100 times. So get to work. Retweet this episode. 